0: <laughs> and laughs Theater of the Mind The best love programs from radio's golden age Only on Zoomer Radio Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor
1: Well, thank you, and welcome to the show Tonight we begin with a show that was aired on radio in 1943 What else was happening in the world back then? Well, major news stories include the fact that Allied forces take back North Africa. Italy surrenders to Allied forces. Dam buster raids on German dams. Warsaw, U.S. General Dwight D. Eisenhower becomes the supreme Allied commander. Glenn Miller's orchestra is popular with many hits. In the United States, it's announced that shoe rationing, Canned food, meat, cheese, butter, cooking oils would all go into effect. And one of the longest-running and most popular Broadway musicals, Oklahoma, debuts on March 31st of 1943. And, of course, on radio, a lot was happening there, too. Archie Andrews debuted in the Blue Network. The Adventures of Nero Wolfe debuted as well on the Blue Network. The Bob Crosby Show was on NBC. And in September... Ed Sullivan entertains debut on uh, CBS and Lights Out was a popular show for people who liked to be frightened. And here's the episode where two male students crash a ball in Paris. Lights Out on Zoomer Radio. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. <laughs>
2: It
3: is
4: later than you think. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal. Dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly. So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio now.
5: This is Arch Obler. Tonight we bring you a story of the Paris pre the Hitlerian new disorder, the Paris of lights and fun and... Strange Adventures. It's a story of two college boys on the Loose in Paris.
4: And now? Lights out. Everybody.
6: Say plus, missus. Hmm? What did he say, Paul? That we're here. Oh. Well, should we get out? Yeah. Start shoving. We'll get there. Who's shoving? Uh
7: a et...
6: How much? Des francs. Okay, here you are.
7: Merci, monsieur, merci.
6: <laughs> well, I sure got to hand it to you, Paul. You sling that French right around, don't you? Took two years of it in school. Viva la France. Yeah. Oui, <laughs> oui. How you doing? Oh, boy, what a time. How you gonna keep them down on the farm oh, after they've seen Paris? Oh, how hey, you gonna keep them? down. It's almost midnight. Oh, anything goes in Paris. <laughs> hope, hope, hope. Come on, let's go in. The right address, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. And the card says uh, 505 Rue de la Poop or something. <laughs> okay, let's climb. Mm-hmm. Sage, sure looks like a joint. Don't be naive. I bet you it'll be about as exciting as a junior prom. Ah, quit singing the blues. I tell you, this will be the real stuff French artists and their models and things and stuff. Say, you must have got the wrong number. Look at the place, no lights. Mm, It's pretty dark, isn't it? Listen, fella, if there's an artist shindig going on in there, then I'm a left-handed monkey. Come on, let's get back to the hotel. No, I'm going to find that artist ball if I have to tear the town apart. Where's the doorbell? Listen, I tell you, there's nothing going on in there. That's what you say. Oh, here's a knob. Now, let's see what... Hey, the knob pulls. Oh, now you did it. I've got some old Napoleon this time of night, and he'll scalp you. Listen, I paid that bozo six bits for this ticket. I'm going to find out what's what. End up in the Bastille, that's what you'll do. Yeah, well, if they want to... Paul, it is a party. Listen to
3: him. I'll be.
6: Entree, monsieur. I'll say well, entree. Come on, Paul. Yeah. Well, Paul, no artist ball, huh? But now you're a left-handed monkey, remember? Sure had me fooled.
3: This way, monsieur. Si vous plaît.
6: (laughs) Right with you, lady. If monsieur would be seated. Well, can we go right in? We've got tickets. Yes.
3: Soon you would go in.
6: You will wait. Boy, oh boy,
3: oh boy. Yeah,
6: it sounded like quite a party. Yeah, and you thought it was a baloney. The Our house looked it. Well, you can't tell a good banana from the skin on the grave. Not so good, pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, this party's going to be. You hope. Oh, well, this be something to write home about. Yeah, if we ever get in the joint. I think I'm beginning to understand all this. Huh? It's a clip joint, that's what it is. Clip joint? Yeah, the way I've suspected all along. A sucker joint for tourists. <laughs> Keep it up. You're terrific. Go on, laugh. <laughs> but I'm telling you that if this was a real artist, Paul, why in we go without all this stalling. It's all a fake and I'm getting out. Hey, Paul, wait. No, let me go. I'm getting out of here. If you have any sense, you'll get out too. Oh, Paul. Before they slip you a Mickey Finn and clean you out.
3: you t- Huh? Oh, you may go in now, monsieur.
6: Oh, yeah, sure.
3: This way, monsieur.
6: <laughs> well, Pickle Puss Paul, my friend, you got any more to say? I still think there's something screwy.
3: In here, monsieur.
6: Okay. Paul, are you or aren't you going to have something to tell your grandchildren when they ask you about Paris? Oh, I'll stay. Is this something? Gosh. Would you look at the film? Boy, oh boy. Say everybody's in costume. So what? I'm in costume, too. I got on a clean shirt. <laughs> Gosh, will you get a load of the screwy mask they're wearing? Yeah, I see them. <laughs> sure were plenty for French models, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, well, evening's young yet. <laughs> that's funny. What? Right. They're not dancing. Oh, well, they're taking time out, I guess. Yeah, but, but where is it? What? The orchestra. There's no orchestra.
5: Oh, yeah, that's right.
6: Oh, well, maybe they're hidden behind palms or something. Anyway, what's the difference? They may be masked, but, fella, I know honeys when I see them. But this is supposed to be a dance, so Why don't they dance? There you are. <laughs> Boy, are you guessing wrong tonight. But where's the organ? You cut it out. Who cares where the organ is? Parents, artists, models, mammy. Dancing. You look at him. Come on, let's cut out a couple of fillies and do a big apple. Yeah, but look at the way they're dancing. He, huh? never saw a dance like that. Yeah. Me neither. Sort of glide. Yeah, Jerry. What? It's funny. No, no one's talking now. Yeah. <laughs> they sure, take their dancing serious. And the music. Yeah, sure, is funny music for an artist ball. Did you say this was going to be a wild party? Well, they they look like artists. Don't act like them. No. <laughs> sure, is funny music. Let's beat it. No, huh? I I want to find out what this is all about. Men and women dancing so quiet funny music. Let's go, Jerry. No, I I want some answers first. I want to know why... Monsieur,
3: Uh you would like to dance?
6: Uh, No, no, not me.
3: And you, monsieur, you would dance?
6: Well, uh, yeah, but... It
3: would be as you wish. As you wish.
6: Oh, no, wait. Uh, What kind of a ball is this? These people? What kind of music? Hey, old lady, come on back here. Come on, Jerry, let's get out of here. What are you talking about? I paid dough for this ticket. I'm going to get one dance out of it. Jerry, don't be a fool. And don't you be a lily. What's there to be scared about? (laughs) This is Paris, fella. Anything goes. Hey, look, there comes the old lady with my dancing partner. Boy, oh boy, will you look at that chassis.
3: Monsieur, this young lady, she will dance with you.
6: Swell. Now, Paul, here I go. Um, you're a good dancer, aren't you? Gosh, uh, I suppose you don't speak English, do you?
3: I understand you, monsieur. You, you do? We oui.
6: Say, that's swell. Oh, lady, I've got more things to ask you than a psych professor doing an IQ on Einstein.
3: Oui, monsieur?
6: Well, I mean, uh, this goofy music. And, uh, why doesn't anybody talk? And when are you going to take off your mask?
3: Midnight.
6: Midnight. I said it's not far off, is it?
3: Not far off.
6: Say, <laughs> how about slipping your mask up a little and let me have a sort of a, well, you know, a preview? No, 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 no. Okay, I was just asking. That's all. Say, you sure couldn't, Big Apple, to this music, could you?
3: There is still time for you to go. What? There is still time for you to go.
6: Go. Why should I go? Gosh, I'm just starting to join myself.
3: I can give you only one warning. E- warning? Warning of what? You are very young.
6: Yeah? Well, I'm old enough to know all the answers. And if you don't think so, suppose then you and me... D- one warning I can give you.
3: And it has been given.
6: Listen, if you're trying to warn me that this is a clip joint, well, I'm not worried. <laughs> all my dozen and traveler's checks anyway. So, somebody wants to steal my pants... Okay. It's a two-pants suit anyway. <laughs> hey, look. Well, can you tie that? It's my pal. He's dancing, too. Hi, Paul. How you doing? All right, I think. <laughs> what do you mean, you think? Well, my partner won't talk. Well, maybe she doesn't like your line. No one here speaks English, I guess. Mine does. Don't you, beautiful? Jerry, after this dance, what do you say we go? Well, do you listen to that, beautiful. Me with you in my arms and he wants to go. Jerry, listen. No, you listen to me. Beautiful here tells me she's going to unmask at midnight. That's only a couple of minutes, too. So, fella, I'm staying. I've got an idea that behind this goofy mask, Beautiful here has got a face that's going to take my heart and turn it inside out and put it together again.
3: Say, come to think of it,
6: Beautiful, what is your name?
3: I have warned you. And now you will go. (gasps) Too late. Too late?
6: What are you talking about? It's 12. Come on now, Beautiful, unmask. No, no. No. Hey, look, everyone stopped dancing. Yeah, everyone's gonna unmask. And that includes you, lady. No, no, no. <laughs> All no, right, no. then I'll take your mask off myself. No, no, Mr. not no, 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 be so no, shy. No. Take it off. Take it up.
3: <laughs> There's the lights.
6: They went out. <laughs> How do you like that? Oh no, beautiful. Oh, I don't think you're gonna get away from me. <laughs> Ah, I learned this arm lock from a professional. (laughs) Ah, kind of nice standing here in the dark, close like this. Isn't it beautiful?
5: (laughs) Pretty tricky of this dance committee,
6: turning the lights off just at the minute when the masks are supposed to come off. Yep, pretty tricky. Well, haven't you got anything to say? I mean, even if it is dark, we could sort of make conversation now, couldn't we? Oh, come on now, beautiful. R- haven't you read that book on how to win and influence friends? You gotta give, you know, conversationally. <laughs> now, look, you ask me if I'm always this fresh with strangers, I'll ask you where you've been all my life, and before you know it, we'll be pals. Oh, gee, I'll bet you're a honey. I just know you are. You know, a fella kinda knows when the girl he's with a honey. She Gosh, everybody's keeping quiet. <laughs> Is that part of the entertainment? Standing around in the dark? Well, it's okay by me. But I sure would like to get that mask of yours off and really
5: see what you look like.
6: Hey, how about some lights? Lights! Lights! A candle, monsieur. Huh? Candle? Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Now, listen, beautiful. You stand right there while I light this thing. Got a match someplace here. Yeah, here. Pretty nice, whoever it was, handing me a candle. That no, wasn't it, beautiful. Must have guessed how anxious I was to see you. There we are. That's a nice place. Now, you stand right like that while I take off this thing you got over your head. <laughs> she sure is a goofy mask. It's fastened on so tight. Oh, now it's loose. Now, stand still, beautiful. In a minute, I'm going to be congratulating myself on what a swell picker I am. There we are. Off it comes. <gasps> oh.
4: You haven't got it head. Ladies and gentlemen, you, I, all of us, I know would like to be reassured that we're here and not in Paris, so supposing we relax, take a deep breath, and consider something quite close to home, this problem of a very pretty young lady.
3: Why does everybody keep talking about vitamin B and iron? Well, I know I'm too thin and always tired and nervous and all and I suppose I'm cranky, too, but what could vitamin B and iron have to do with it?
4: Why, miss, authorities explain that when you don't get enough vitamin B from your food, you may lose your appetite, not eat all you need, or you may not get all the good out of your food. Naturally, then, you lose weight, lose your pep and ginger. And when you don't get enough iron out of your food, you may be weak and pale, feel only half alive. Mm,
3: Sounds reasonable. But how can I get more vitamin B and iron if I need them?
4: Try ironized yeast tablets. They're the famous two-way tonic that gives you both vitamin B and iron. They've been astonishingly beneficial to thousands who need them. So, if more vitamin B and iron is what you need, by all means get ironized yeast tablets right away, tonight. Then see if pretty quick you aren't saying... It's
3: glorious to feel so peppy and good. Everybody says I look like a million, too, since I've gained the pounds I needed. My, how glad I am I tried ironized yeast tablets.
4: And now back to Lights Out and the story of the two boys who went to Paris. No head.
6: She doesn't have a head. A thing without a head. No, no. Jerry? Jerry, where are you? Jerry? What? Who's calling? What? Jerry, Jerry. Paul. Oh, Paul. Where have you been? What happened? I've been calling. Oh, wait. Don't come any closer. It's just standing there. Jerry, what's happened? What's the matter with you? There. Standing right there. I, I dropped the candle. It's so dark, but but she must be standing there, Paul. Jerry, for Pete's sake. Jerry. I saw it. I saw it. Saw so what? For Pete's sake, there's no one here. I tell you, there's no one here. The whole hall's empty. Jerry, open your eyes. What are you are standing there with your hands over your eyes for? Look, I tell you. See, there's no one here. The lights went on again, and everyone
3: was gone. What?
6: I thought- well, the devil with what you thought. Come on, let's get out of here. We should have gotten out a long time ago. Yes. We'll go, won't we? Come on. Don't act like you're sleepwalking. Come on. Oh, listen, she... She didn't have... The devil, with what she had or didn't have. We're getting out of here before those maniacs get back. Maniacs? Yes, I said maniacs. Some kind of a goofy bunch we walked in on. I knew they were screwy right from the start. Come on, let's get out. Paul, didn't you see that... What could I see? The lights went out. Everyone beat it. Here, I think this is the door. The door. Can't open it. We've got to get out. We've got to. Yeah, we've got to get out. Let me at that out. door. Got Let me at No, get away, Paul. Quit banging your fists on it. We've got to break it down. Okay, come on. Okay. It's locked. Gotta get out. Gotta get out.
3: Uh, Did it. Now we'll get out. Get out where, monsieur?
6: That old woman. Old woman, tell us how to get out of this place. Yeah, we gotta get out. You hear me? Out. Out?
3: Yes. There is a way out. Well, don't
6: stand there talking about it. Show us. Show us. We want to get out of here.
3: S'il vous plaît, monsieur. There is no need for such excitement. Just listen to me.
6: Listen, but who wants to listen? We want to get out of here. You hear me? Out, out, out. No, Paul, wait. We're getting out. Let's find out what this is all about. I don't want to know what it's all about. I just want to get out. Now, listen. We've got to know what it's all about. Don't you understand? If we
3: don't, we'll always think that maybe... Well, I I tell you, I've got to know. And I would tell you. Yes, I would tell you. Once a year, they meet here. They? Who? But what, what sort of people are they? They meet and they dance. A miserable dance. A dance without joy, without meaning. Yet a dance of hope.
6: Come on, Jerry, let's be Be quiet, will you? Go on, old woman.
3: A dance of such weariness. And yet I say it. A dance of hope. Hope? Of what? Hope. Of deliverance. Hope of freedom from misery without end. What's
6: she talking about? Oh, woman, what are you talking about?
3: I saw a woman without a head. Did I see it? Did you see it?
6: Push her out of the way, Jerry. Let's get out no, of here. No, no, wait, Paul. No, I, I think I understand all this. It's, it's all a gag, an initiation of some kind. Yeah, that's it, old woman, isn't it? It's a club. And these are all kinds of tricks to get in, aren't they? Trick mirrors and, and lights going out and all the rest of it. It's all a joke, an initiation, isn't it, old woman?
3: One hope. A hope that one of you will blunder among them and give one of them deliverance.
6: Oh, woman, stop talking in riddles, will you? This is all some kind of a ceremony, an initiation, isn't it? Answer me, isn't it?
3: Yes, one like you, to give his head so that one of them can have their rest.
6: Jerry, come on, I tell you, I can't stand that woman Jerry. Wait, Paul. Oh, woman, you. Is that something about heads? What did you mean by that?
3: What? Listen. No. You hurt, monsieur. You heard. La guillotine.
6: Jerry, what's she talking about? Oh, woman, what do you mean? La
3: guillotine. La guillotine. It took their heads. Yes. <gasps> oui. Oui. One day, they were alive like you, lived and breathed and had the world. And then, like your was born, they took them in the tumbrils across the stony streets. The crowds were shouting. They took them one by one and fed them into her hungry mouth. The knife went up, up, up. A moment more of life, and then down it came. It struck, and their heads rolled into the baskets.
6: What's she talking about? What's she talking oh, about? Oh, woman, that, that girl I danced with, you mean...
3: She and all the rest that danced tonight, like Eugene, took their heads and lives... Many weary years ago. Dead. Dead. All of them dead. No,
6: you crazy fool. You, the dead don't dance.
3: But the victims of Nagiutin dance. Aye. They dance one night each year, as here you saw them. Dance. Dance. No. No, it dance. can't be true. It can't be. She's crazy. Crazy. One hope of rest. One hope, I tell you that one of you shall blunder in to give his head for theirs. One hope, that one of you will headless take their place and let oh, one stop of it. them... I won't listen anymore.
6: Jerry, make her stop. You're crazy, old woman. You're crazy and trying to make us
3: crazy, too. Come on, Paul. Stop. Stop, I tell you. Look behind you. Behind? Uh, Jerry, there's, there's people there. Yeah. It grows lighter. See them?
6: Ah, mother in heaven. All of them without heads. Without heads. Oh, they can't keep me here. Things without heads. I'll get out. Out of my way, old woman. The door. Things without heads. You won't get me. Paul. Paul, you've left me here with them. You Oh, you shouldn't have done that, Paul. You left me here
3: with them. Ah, monsieur. Your friend, he has not gone far. Listen. What? Listen. <gasps> so. La like Guillotine, she has been fed. Fed. Guillotine.
6: What are you talking about? What are you talking about?
3: Paul? Paul? Where are you, Paul? Your friend is well. Paul? Oh, Paul, you're all right. You're all right.
5: Paul? Why do you stand there in the shadows? Paul, why do you stand there like that?
3: Paul, come closer. You will come closer.
5: Paul, what's the matter? Why don't you answer me? Paul, what have
2: they
4: done to you?
6: Paul, what... Oh, your head. oh you haven't got a head oh no, no, stay back headless things, headless things, all of you I'll get through you, I'll get away you won't do that to me, not me let
4: me through,
6: let me through the guillotine won't get me I'll get through, I'll live
4: you won't get me to the guillotine
6: not me to the door, I'll get out I'll live, I'll live I'm free of you. You think you are free. I got away. I got away. If you won't get me, I'll live. I'll live. At least they won't get me. Look out. Look out. Look out.
3: Right into it. Right down those
6: steps and right into the tunnel. Like a man. Me- Merci. You must stand
3: back. Give him air. Stand back. No, oh, no, 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 c'est pas le pile. Il est mort. Regardez. Oh, c'est
6: horrible.
7: Ah. His head. Cut off as clean as if it had been done by la guillotine herself.
4: Well, Mr. Obler, so now you think that the past can come back. It does very definitely,
5: in many, many ways. All of us within ourselves carry the ghosts of our own past and our own ancestries. Yes, deep-seated memories of the generations before us. Sometimes they come to us in dreams. Now, Mr. Obler? Now let's talk about preventing death. How would you like to send a wise, powerful friend along with your son or husband or brother to this war? Someone who would know how to help him if he's wounded? who get his messages through to you and get food and medical supplies to him if you should be taken prisoner. Well, you're doing just that when you give to the Red Cross War Fund. American Red Cross field directors and their staff go with their fighting men wherever they go. Yes, wherever they go, in the jungle, and the desert, everywhere. Behind the lines, the Red Cross membership operates service clubs and recreation centers so that your men in uniform won't get homesick and lonesome. This work must go on. Give to the Red Cross War Fund tomorrow. Give all you can and double it. Give as much as you'd want someone else to give to help your man in uniform. And all men in uniform are members of your family, the American family. Well, now, what about dreams, Mr. O'Brien? Oh, yes, dreams. Well, take the dream of falling. Now, almost all of us have had that dream when we were children, falling through space, then waking up with a start. Now, there are some who say that this dream is a memory of prehistoric times when man... To escape enemies, uh, hidden trees and caves. A child would clutch itself to its mother when danger arose, and the fear of falling was the greatest fear. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? That those falling dreams of our childhood may be a subconscious memory of the dawn of mankind. More ghosts next week, Mr. Obler? No, coincidentally, the play is about dreams. It's a play which may disturb your dreams, but which I know all of you lovers of the unusual will enjoy. It's about a woman just like any one of you out there who has a most amazing recurring dream night after night after night.
4: But that takes place next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Archobler's eerie story, The Dream. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast. The one and only Ironized Yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. It is Later than you
1: think. Stay tuned for Burns and Allen next on Theater of the Mind. Time now for George Burns and Gracie Allen to entertain. Tonight we hear the story of Grandpa's 92nd birthday that first aired in 1940.
8: From Hollywood, the George Burns and Gracie Allen show for Hormel and Spam.
9: Spam, rib up, boom, spam. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Artie Shaw, and his orchestra. For singing glee, we're the smoothies three. Last but not least, and with Bud Heeston.
8: Gary, folks. It burns an Allen night at your house. Another gay show and a swell suggestion for an easy summer supper that will give your family or guests plenty to eat. Get a can of Spam, S-P-A-M. Spam is tender, juicy, delicious meat all ready to eat the minute you zip open the can. Slice this grand tasting meat and serve with a mound of potato salad nestled in crisp chilled lettuce. Tomato stuffed with cottage cheese or with a cool vegetable salad. It's hearty enough to please the huskiest He-Man appetite. And Spam saves kitchen time. No fuss, no bother. Ask your food dealer for Spam tomorrow. Then surprise your family with taste-tempting Spam and salad. And try the other easy recipes on the label. You'll find you can fry Spam, dice it, slice it, bake it. Because cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. those two delightful people, the stars of our show, George and Gracie.
7: Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, Gracie, what did you do yesterday?
10: I went to Catalina.
7: Oh, did you? Did you go alone?
10: Well, naturally.
7: Well, that's fine.
10: Bud, can I have my compact back? It's in your pocket.
7: (laughs) Oh, so you were there alone. Well, here, Gracie. Which one is yours? Oh. (laughs) Oh. finally got ourselves a romantic kid on the show Oh,
10: mm, He's a regular cavanova.
7: <laughs> you mean Casanova,
10: George, when I kiss him, they're cavanova.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
10: oh, yes, Casanova. Get it?
7: Yeah, this is my smart week this <laughs> week well, say, I... George <laughs> George, would you come here a moment, please? Oh. gladly,
8: Buck Say, gladly. George, um, I'd like to work
7: with Gracie It looks so easy It does, mm-hmm. huh? Would you like to try it? Would I? Oh, boy Well, how do I start? All you've got to do is walk up to Gracie and say, How is your brother? Then she talks for about five years. <laughs> All I say is, How is your brother? Yes, but, but I've got a little tea, a TL for you. Yeah. In case you get in trouble and there is a slight possibility, yeah. just sing Nola. Nola? Yeah, you know, daddledy doo. Oh, well,
8: then I start by saying, Gracie, how's your brother? Go right ahead. Okay. I'll be standing right here. Take <laughs> it nice and
10: easy, Bob. Yeah.
8: Uh, Gracie? Yeah? Gracie. How's your brother?
10: Oh, the most terrible thing happened last night. Did? We were awakened in the middle of the night, and there was my brother sitting up in bed, and his eyes were sticking out of his head. His
8: eyes were sticking out of his head? Well, yeah. Well, what did you do?
10: What did we do? We sent for a doctor, of course. Well,
8: what did the doctor do?
10: Well, he took Anne Sheridan's picture off the wall, and we all went back to sleep again.
7: Gracie. Where is your brother now? Oh,
10: he's in the east. He went to see that prize fighter, you know, the one who fights without any clothes on.
7: There's a prize fighter who fights without any clothes on?
10: Yeah, that's what my brother said in his letter. Just saw Galento fight (laughs) there.
8: Well, Gracie, uh, uh, Gracie, what does your brother do for a living?
10: Oh, he's very wealthy. Oh, yes. He has two cars, lots of clothes, and he goes to Palm Springs for the winter and Lake Arrowhead for the summer.
8: Well, what does he do for a living?
10: Oh, he's a son-in-law.
7: Uh, Gracie, what did your brother do before that?
10: Oh, he was married before, you know. He, he's the one who was a knife thrower in vaudeville, and his wife was his assistant.
7: Oh, he used to throw knives at his wife?
10: Uh-huh. But one day before he went on the stage, he had a little too much to drink.
7: Well, what happened?
10: Oh, he got married again. <laughs>
8: Well, Gracie, your brother, he sounds like quite a character.
10: Oh, he is. Uh, You know, when he was a little boy, he played a trick on my father. He switched the hot and cold faucet in the bathtub.
8: Was your father angry?
10: No, but he will be when he finds out.
7: Gracie, is that the brother with the scar on his neck?
10: Oh, yes, the appendicitis scar
7: Appendicitis scar? Appendicitis is way down on the side of the stomach, you yeah, see Yeah,
10: I know, but he was so ticklish they That had to
7: operate, operate up here, yes, I thought so <laughs> uh, Bud, are you happy? No I thought so Well, 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 here are the smoothies <laughs>
0: Hello,
7: Spam well, it's very pretty. Oh, but beautiful. Yes, it's really something. <laughs> uh, smoothies, can't you say anything without sa- swinging like that? Surely, George. Anyone can do it. Nothing to it. Spam, jam, high diddle, did. Now we're jiving,
9: so take it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Stop with that. Take it.
7: I used to be a dancer, and every time I hear take it, kill, I go right into my dance.
10: Oh, sure. You know, George used to dance for a living.
7: Did he make much money? Ten cents a
10: dance.
7: (laughs) I used to wear a bathing suit. I was dancing with tears in my eyes. Oh. Well, never mind, never mind. Now the smoothies are going to sing the woodpecker song. Just a minute, smoothies. Come in. This is what I do for a living.
10: (laughs) Hello, everybody. Oh, hello, Donald.
7: Say, sound man, stop slamming the doors. You're going to break down the whole building. I know you're a very intellectual fellow because you told me last week you went four years to Harvard. And if you think that being a sound man is beneath your dignity, why don't you go back to your family?
8: Mr. Burns, (laughs) I have two brothers. When my older brother graduated from Harvard, the dean told him he'd become a great scientist. He later won the Nobel Prize. I see When my other brother graduated from Harvard, the dean told him he'd be a great playwright. He later won the Pulitzer Prize. That's true. When I graduated from Harvard, the dean said that I showed more promise than both my brothers put together. That was ten years ago.
2: This
7: is what I do for a living. (laughs) Say, sound man, I really feel sorry for you, but don't give up. After all, someday you may be like
10: me. George, don't discourage him.
7: <laughs> I don't think I've got any talent, huh? Bubbles, what do you want?
10: Well, Gracie, you know, today is your grandfather's birthday. He's 92 years old. Yeah, I know. I got him a gift daughter. You
7: did? Mm-hmm. What is the gift?
10: Two lessons from Madame Lazanga.
7: <laughs> it's six lessons from Madame Lazanga.
10: Oh, he'll never last that long. <laughs>
7: I know your grandfather, neither will Madame Lozanga. Well,
10: anyway, Gracie, tonight we're giving him that surprise party. And in order to get him out of the house, I had a promise to take him down to Earl Carroll's Vanity. Well, did you take him there? No, I took him up to Mount Wilson Observatory. And he spent two hours looking through their giant telescope.
7: What about Earl Carroll's Vanity?
10: What do you think he was looking at? <laughs>
7: Where, uh, where's the kid now?
10: He's downstairs in the car. Oh, well, send him up and we'll keep him here until the party tonight. All right, goodbye.
7: Oh, years and how quiet,
10: quiet. Oh, now listen, everybody. After the show, you're all invited to my grandpa's surprise party. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh we're going to have more fun and there's going to be a big cake with six candles on it and Six candles? Uh-huh.
7: Your grandfather is 92 years old.
10: Yeah, but the cake is only six. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's the cake, right there, too. <laughs>
8: Smooth, you He's
9: a Morning, bright, and early To wake up all the neighborhood To bring to every boy and girlie His happy serenade on wood Hear him picking out a melody Peck, peck, pecking at the same old tree He's as happy as a bumblebee all day long To serenade your lady Find a tree that's shady. And when you hear that tick, 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 sing right along. Come on and try his real and let your heart beat will. Just listen to that tick, 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 tick. Happy little butt song. Listen, back, 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 all together, let your heart beat in rhythm. to the woodpecker song. He's a beast born bright and early. Wake up all the neighborhood. We think a boy and girly. His happy serenade on wood. picking out a melody. Hanging the same old tree. Happy as a bumblebee all day long. To serenade your lady, just find a tree that is shady. And when you hear that tick a tick, tick 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 sing along, come on and try his rhythm. And let your heart beat with him. And when you hear that tick a tick 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 tick, happy little woodpecker song. Just hear him pick, pick, peck Just hear him tick pick pick He's a beast on with a song Woodpecker, Woodpecker song He's he- like a heifer He's like a pepper steps step, step steps Like a stepper Woodpecker, wood
7: Woodpecker song Well, kids, that was really a grand number. You liked it, George. We're glad you did. But, but now's your chance, so take it, kid. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, now wait a minute. Stop with that. Take it, kid. You know I can't keep my feet still. But it does bring back memories of Audubon. I can see my billing right now in front of the theater. George Burns and Gurley. <laughs> uh, fantastic steppers. What a vehicle. <laughs> Remember, Gracie, how I used to jump four feet in the air and click my heels? Oh,
10: yeah. And Variety said that was the only thing in the act that clicked. <laughs>
7: Wait a minute. Burns and Gurley was the name of the dancing act. Who was Gurley?
10: May Robeson.
7: <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Gracie. So we're all invited to your grandfather's 92nd birthday party tonight, huh?
10: Yeah, oh, George, please. Don't ever let my grandpa hear you say he's 92. Why not? Well, he goes around telling everybody he's only 90.
7: <laughs> Gracie, remember my birthday party last year? Oh,
10: sure.
7: Remember the birthday cake?
10: Yeah, with 30 candles on it.
7: Oh, well, there were a few more than that.
10: Not in the piece I had. <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> Say, George, uh, yes. I don't know about your age, but you certainly know how to wear clothes. Oh, thanks. That thanks. blue suit with that red tie certainly is a swell combination. Oh, thanks, Bud. It's like Spam with chili sauce. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Bud. I've listened to you on the radio month in and month out, and you're really great all year round. Oh, thanks, Bud. Uh, like Spam, it keeps so well. Yes. Doesn't need any refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Bud. At a dinner table, there's nothing more beautiful. What coloring. How enticing. And So pretty. Oh, thanks, Bud. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't mean you. Oh, oh, I know you mean Spam. Oh, I mean Hetty Lamar. <laughs> oh. Well, of course, that's a swell dish, too. <laughs> I'm crazy about Spam. Oh, Bud. Hey, uh, what is it, Gracie?
10: Give George back his compact.
7: <laughs> oh, quiet, quiet. Which one is yours, oh, George? Quiet. Hello? Just a minute. Gracie, it's for you.
10: Um, hello? Hello? This is Gracie Allen, Sam's neat Heart speaking. Oh,
7: neatheart, let us
10: <laughs> Oh, hello, Bessie. How are the preparations for Grandpa's surprise party coming along? What? You burned the rice pudding. Oh, there's nothing to be worried about. You put unguentine on it.
2: I uh,
9: don't
10: help this. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, uh, don't worry. When Grandpa arrives, we'll keep him here. Now I can't hear you, Bessie. Talking to the mouthpiece. What? You took the mouthpiece off the phone. Oh, you're using it as a cookie cutter for cupcakes. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, a now. Well, why can't you hear me? Well, hold the receiver closer to your ear. Oh, you're mashing potatoes with it.
7: Sure, to be some party boy. Say,
10: Bessie, what are you using for a centerpiece on the table? What? Swiss cheese.
7: Swiss cheese. That
10: ought to make a beautiful centerpiece. Oh, sure. She puts the flowers in the little holes. Oh,
7: very nice arrangement, yeah. yes.
10: What, Bessie? Yes. You only have a dozen darlees? Oh, that'll never be enough. I can eat that many myself. Oh, yeah.
7: They're delicious with paper napkins. Hey,
10: Bessie! Bessie, what about the boiled duck? How is it coming along? What? You can't keep any water in the pot? Why not? Oh, the duck keeps drinking it. <laughs> You mean you mean the
7: duck is living? If you call that living. Well, let's break this up. This is. <laughs> well, Shaw, What are you going to play tonight? Well, George, we've got a new and little different arrangement of April Showers. Oye, maestro, mejor no vamos. A no me gusta ese número. Tocamos Okay, okay, Senor Lee. Gracias. Okay, George. I guess we'll have to play Alice Bluegum. I see. Just because you're South American guitar player, Senor Lee. Who can't even speak a word of English, doesn't happen to like April showers, you're not gonna play it. That's right. Well <laughs> are uh, the April showers is a beautiful number. Oh, when April showers home oh, will come your way. Oh, they bring flowers and they're I man. George. George, it's George. Right, oh,
9: oh, oh yeah. George. George, that, is that yeah. is
7: that April showers? Certainly. Now I don't like it either. You don't like it? That's right. Boy, I, I must really be lousy.
10: Well, That's right. <laughs> okay, Artie, play
7: Alice Foul Gown. Okay, my sweet little Alice Foul Gown. Hey, Senor Lee, wait for your cue. What are you starting so soon for? Hurry up, hurry up, I got a date. He's got a date? Hey, George, please, this is my problem. All right, boys, ready? One, two, three, four... <laughs> Look, Senor Lee, we're doing a broadcast It's Monday, we're on the air And we must be finished before Friday Take it easy, take it easy I can't understand what you're saying hmm. Foreigner <laughs> <laughs> Far enough. Look, Artie, I've got a TL for you If you don't get rid of that guy, I'm going to get rid of you Now you're cooking with gas <laughs> Senior Lee, I've had about enough out of you. I'm the boss of this program, and I expect to be on this show for many years. Because a todos, como me caes a mí con esos chistes malos, yo creo que no va a estar por tantos años. What, uh, what did he say? Don't send out your laundry. All right, Audi. Alice, move on. <laughs>
8: Gracie, uh, can I borrow you for a moment?
10: Will you pay me back? <laughs>
8: yeah. First, I want to tell you what every woman should know. Now, uh, you and I have a date, Gracie.
10: Where are we going?
8: Follow me. Now, <laughs> here we are standing in your nearest food store.
10: Oh, it certainly wasn't there.
8: <laughs> now, do you see those, those cans of Spam on the shelf? Yes. Well, take one and look at the sentence on the label.
10: Uh, pork <laughs> shoulder meat with ham meat added. Mm-hmm.
8: Now, there is the secret of Spam's goodness and quality. Spam is not only a pure pork product, but is a perfect blend of the choicest cuts. Pork shoulder, the juiciest, sweetest meat, combined with ham meat, well known for tenderness and flavor. Hormel is proud to tell you right on the label of the Spam can exactly what Spam is made of. And when you take home a can of Spam, you give your family delicious, tender meat everyone will say is swell. Try one new way to serve Spam this week. Use the easy recipes you'll find on the label. You'll discover you can fry Spam for breakfast, serve it cold for lunch just as it comes from the can, or bake Spam whole for dinner. Get a supply tomorrow. Ask your food dealer for S-P-A-M Spam.
10: Well, I'll do it. Slice <laughs> it, dice it,
9: try
7: it, bake it. Cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. Nicely done. Adi. I really loved Alice Plougown. But the thing I, I, I enjoy most is when you pick up that clarinet, you're really swinging, you, 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 you're just jiving at it. Yeah, that's sure. When he swings it, he's right in the grave. <laughs> in the grave? Signor Lee, you mean in the groove. Yes, yeah,
9: Signor. In the, in the grave means I'm dead, buried,
7: finished. That's right. <laughs> A million guitar players of the union, and I had to wind up with this one. George. What is it? Come here. Oh, secret,
10: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, is... yeah, I found out plenty about that Senor Lee. I had dinner with a certain party last night, and all he spoke about was Senor Lee. Well, who did you have dinner with? Senor Lee. <laughs> you had dinner with Senor Lee? That's right. Mm,
7: stop with that. That's right. I don't want to hear any more That's right. I've had enough of that's right. That's right. Oh, quiet, quiet.
10: And George.
7: What is it?
10: I heard that every day Artie Shaw goes down to the drugstore and drinks a malted milk through his clarinet.
7: A m- malted milk through his clarinet? Uh-huh. How did that leak out?
10: Through the holes. Well, that's the last straw.
8: Four years and a half. Quiet, Reggrace. Oh,
7: Look
10: who's here. Well, don't tell me it's my grandpa.
7: Well, I ain't a bag of flour, but I've been through the mill. Yahoo!
10: Pick me up, Grace.
7: (laughs) Well, he practically fainted. How do you revive him?
10: Well, just fan him. Fan him with what? With Dorothy L'Amour. Yahoo! (laughs) Pick me up, Grace.
7: (laughs) Dorothy L'Amour?
10: Yeah, I was out with Dorothy Lemoore and she kissed me. She kissed you? Oh, yes, Judge. And they were very happy, the four of them. The four of them? Yes, Dorothy, Grandpa, and the two men who held him up. <laughs> yes, yeah, sticks and
7: stones may break my bones, but she's just the one that can do it. Yeah. Yo, hold your
10: hat, boys. There he goes again.
7: <laughs> Pick me up, Grace. Come on, Grandpa. Get up on your feet and stay there. Mr. Burns. Now, what's the sound, man? What do you want?
8: An old man, 92 years old, does nothing all day long but run around with Dorothy L'Amour. So what?
7: This is what I do for a living. (laughs) Sound man, this may surprise you, but you're not the only one on this program with a brain.
10: Oh, thanks, George.
7: (laughs) You're welcome.
10: Uh, Grandpa, I want you to meet the cat. Now, this is Bud Heaston, our announcer. Well,
8: hello, Grandpa.
10: Well, hello, Buddy boy. I'm an announcer, too.
8: Uh, An announcer?
10: Yeah, an announcer to a maiden's prayer. Ain't that a killer?
7: (laughs) Gracie, what does this grandpa of yours want?
10: Well, he'd like to be 65 and then 21 and then 65 and then 21 and then 65 and and then 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 21. 21. Well, what is that for? Well, he wants to be old enough to get Social Security and young enough to enjoy it.
7: Well, that's, uh, that's nice work if you can get it
10: Oh, well, Grandpa, these are the smoothies These are the smoothies? Well, blow me down
7: Hello oh, There <laughs> Darned if they didn't Pick me up, Grace <laughs> Gracie Yeah, what is it? I want to ask you something what happens at home with this young George Arliss?
10: Oh, my grandma has a terrific time between him and the furnace.
7: Between your grandpa and the furnace?
10: Yeah, every time she watches one, the other goes out.
2: <laughs> well,
7: I've had enough.
10: Oh, Artie, I want you to meet my grandpa. Grandpa? Yeah. Grandpa, where are you? Come here. Be with me in a minute, Grace. So long, kids. So long,
7: honey. <laughs> well... <clears throat> Here comes, uh, love comes to Andy Harding of the
10: arteries (laughs) (laughs) Waited
7: for four days
10: Uh, Grandpa, this is Artie Shaw
7: Hello, Grandpa Hiya, Corny (laughs) I'm Corny That's right (laughs) Senor Lee, if you don't stop butting in, I'll have to punch you in the nose Anybody show their face around here and say that? I kill him Well, why don't you kill me? You call that a face? (laughs) Get out, get out This is what I do for a living. Hey, sound man. You see, most of us do things that we don't want to do for a living. Take me, for instance. When I started out, I worked very hard. And after many years, I finally clicked. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was an accident.
8: Mr. Burns, the reason for your success is that you have something that nobody else has got. Really? Where did you get Miss Allen? (laughs)
7: Grandpa, get away from those drums (laughs) I surprise party or no surprise party Do we have to keep him here?
10: Oh, George, you'll spoil the whole thing Isn't there any way that we can quiet this old guy? Well, do what we do at home Well, what do you do at home? Well, we just give him pictures of glamour stars and bathing beauties And he sits in a rocking chair and sings Well, what does he sing? Wishing will make it so Well,
7: certainly picked out a nice number Hey, Grandpa! Give me back my clarinet. Uh, here you are, dear boy. Wait a minute, Grandpa. Take your teeth. <laughs> Gracie, will you talk to him?
10: Oh, yeah, Grandpa. You're gonna need them for the surprise party I'm giving you tonight. You gave away yeah. the whole thing. Oh hey, well, say, Grace, I can't make it tonight. Kinda got a date with Greta Garbo.
7: Greta Garbo? 92-year-old guy like you has got a date with Greta Garbo? Hello?
8: That's right. While we're waiting for George and Gracie to return, let me suggest an easy way to give your family a grand summer supper. Serve Spam and Salad. Get a can of spam when you shop tomorrow. Open and slice this tender, delicious meat. A perfect companion for your favorite salad. You'll say it's great too, because spam is economical to you. So easy to fix. Surprise your family with spam and salad
7: tomorrow. Thank you, bud. Well, Gracie, say goodnight.
10: Oh, uh, good night. Oh, George. Yeah? George, look at the lovely roses Ray Noble just sent me. Ray Noble? Uh huh. Oh,
7: well, where are the flowers?
10: Oh, well, right here in the package of seeds.
7: Good night, all.
8: Listen again next Monday night, same time and stations, for another George Burns, Gracie Allen production with Arnie Shaw and his orchestra and the smoothies brought to you by Hormel and Spam. Until then, this is Bud Heaston reminding you to remember that cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. Good night.
1: Thanks for listening. Tomorrow night, we'll wrap up the week with Let George Do It, followed by A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Thanks to Paul Stringer and Joel Schoenwell for technical support. The executive producer for A Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor. Have a great night.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air.